There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. All right, guys. Yesterday, yeah. it was reported that MySpace lost 12 years of content. So my question to you. What? Yes. What was one thing you missed about your MySpace page? Jamie. Mm. Oh, I like the um, the jukebox, uh, you know, thing oh, yeah, you yeah, could yeah. do. Like, you can make your oh, own playlist, and anytime yeah. someone went on your page, they would hear the music you chose. Oh, so yeah. I would pick, like, rare stuff that nobody, like, girls would be like, oh, my God, I don't even know jazz like that, but I love that I heard it on your page. <laughs> <laughs> Frank. Shit. I got left back, guys. I never had a MySpace. What? what? You didn't have a computer? No, no, no. When did you when I, did you get your first computer? You missed out on so <laughs> Damn, much. Damn, I started on Facebook, guys. Yeah. Oh god, wow. Okay got, then. Uh, you had your own personal space. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel? I think Frank, you should start one up now and just catch up. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna do that. Get on it. All right, okay. bye. All right, I don't really miss anything but I'll tell you what I don't miss is the top eight arguments oh bitch God. why am I not first box first row Ooh. I should be first box instead I'm center square get the fuck out of here <laughs> yo you know there was like a cheat thing that you could give it to 16 right I used to get it to 16 and yo, 24 you were nasty like that <laughs> yeah 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 yo but the, the eighth one was always like pushing it like oh she's my third cousin or my fourth cousin <laughs> That, yo, that was the way you knew if someone broke up because the girlfriend will be always be the first friend. And if they broke up, they God. would just drop. They're like, oh shit, the cousin slid <laughs> right. into first. Me. But when they got back together, she was like, you better put my picture back <laughs> tomorrow and put glitter around it. Yo, you know what? I couldn't stand the, the couples that had the same picture for the same one. Like, it yeah. was them and the same one. Oh, God. But, anyways, for me, um, it wasn't the actual MySpace page, but I used to provide HTML services. Wow. So wow. It, instead of Netflix and chill, it was more of a like HTML. The Latinos Out Loud Podcast. Yo, 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 Wow, that was, 
It was like you had like an invisible turntable that you were like. I married a DJ, and so there's some influence. And your son's name is DJ. And my son's name is DJ. There you go. So what's up? Yeah, what's up, everybody? You know what this is? Honestly, do you know what this is? What is it? What is it? Educate us, Rachel. Like, honestly. Like, honestly, tell us. Honestly, Ron, like, don't make me do Sammy Sweetheart at the top of the episode. Like, honestly, like, honestly. Like, okay, first of all, it's a podcast. It's the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. episode 10. Oh, Oh, man. You know what that means? What is it? This episode has to be a perfect 10. Uh, they all are, but this one really that's has a lot of to be. Pressure. It's already starting off like 5.9 right now. <laughs> oh, what are you saying, Jamie? That's great confidence that you're instilling in us no, at yeah. the top of the episode. You no, know, the, the early question, you know, we went a little long. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, but we're having fun. It's 10. Yeah. That's how you're supposed to break We're the in rules. the engine room. What, what? Oh, yeah. This, Yo, is this, a new this has a lot of history. It's a new environment. It is. Yeah. New setup. And we always act like shows are always different when we're in a new environment. You I can know. tell, right? I know. Yeah. Yes. yeah. You look like a uh, actual DJ. Like yeah, a DJ. I, mean, I feel like a DJ. <laughs> I don't know why you're right. 97.9. No, it's like a Jaime. Casey Kasem vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, welcome to Latinos in the Morning. Woo, it is 5 a.m. And I am uh, super high on crack. <laughs> Well, uh, hi, by the way, I'm oh. Rachel La Loca. Hi, what's up? Uh, Michael Diaz, but also known as Juan Bago. Uh, Jeff Hurt. Excuse you. me. Mr. Frank Spiracy Nibs. Frank, I feel like you're still trying to get used to your, your new seating area there. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm good. I'm still you know. adjusting, but I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> no, you, I, and he's tall. Yeah. He's very tall, so. He's got one, one arm on the leg. Sorry. To push you look mad awkward. You look like a Dominican pretzel. Nah, I feel like, I feel like Jamie's running shit today. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yo. For some reason, I have like this, like, I, can, <laughs> I have a seat where, like, everyone's in front of me and you're shit. You're higher than all of us. I feel like I'm auditioning or some shit. <laughs> Okay, when do you want me to slate? All right, my name Jamie Fernandez. I'm reading for the um, podcast role of podcaster. Next. <laughs> Speaking of which, great segue. Congratulations on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Very, very impressed. Sketch cram at UCB. Congrats. Yo, that place is really nice. New theater is nice. Yeah. yeah. What is Room 28 going to perform in there? I don't know. Ooh, you putting that out in the universe? <clears throat> yeah, you guys have to perform there. Everyone knows huh. each other, though, in UCB. When you walk in there, you because f- it's just like, hey, man, you doing an improv show on Thursday? <laughs> no, nah, I'm doing the one on uh, Friday, the character show. Oh, okay, I'll be there on Saturday, bro. And I'm like, everybody, is this fucking college? And I'm just like, you know, I you feel just like- transferred. The- <laughs> You're no. the newbie. Yeah, I feel like someone's parent. I'm like, where's my funny son? I'm, I'm, I'm looking for him. No, but it was a cool show. Sketch Cram, um, our former guest. Georgie Aldaco. She, um, she was trying to get me on the show for a while. Uh, and I always, I always had an excuse because it's just like, I don't know if I was ready for it. I, I had real excuses, but I think uh, subconsciously nervous. I was nervous because it's were. just... It's out of my comfort zone, so I had to re- I had to remember like like six or seven sketches in like three hours. Wow, mm-hmm. crazy! And crazy. it was late too. It was at twelve. Yeah, Midnight. even and that yo, it's you like were, that's past your bedtime. Did <laughs> 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 somebody give you hot chocolate backstage? <laughs> yeah, I, I hope yeah. so. Everybody in that show is probably like early twenties and like yeah, it's midnight. Come on, like you know. <laughs> I wanted to go, Jamie, but it was too late for me. <laughs> Damn, Frank was in his like thirteenth dream. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Sorry, Jamie. Um, 
But no, it was I. I didn't have any disasters on stage. Rachel, Mike, y'all went. Tibby, yeah. Handel, uh, Handel went. Yeah. Handel was the first one there. Like Handel went early, where it was to a point where I was like, "Yo, I don't know when it's gonna start, so I hope you're not waiting too long." And he was like, "No, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good." And then we, had, but I gave him a free drink pass because I, oh, I felt okay, there you I go. was like, "Yo, you got to get." You got a little nice. You got to get messed up. Oh, a little nice. Confession, he gave it to me, so I... Again. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was... Thank you. Thank you. But the show was good. The show was um, yeah, You fun. did well. You I did didn't. great. I like the, 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 the baseball one when you're a kid that was playing baseball, and you were like... That was called Weak Dad. Yeah. So I was playing this kid's weak dad, and I was like, my son's so strong, and I'm so fucking weak. That was the whole sketch. <laughs> And I had like my nerdy like I'm weak. I can't even pick this up, you know. Um, but it was funny. It was great. It was my funny. favorite sketch was the egg sketch, the, the very first one. That was fun. We were cooking eggs and they were talking back to us and we were freaking out. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, it was it was a great process to do and to see how they actually put this show on. It's not easy. Like the writers are there the whole day, and I just went in for the acting. But uh, I don't think I'll ever do it again. It's just a What lot. was one mm. lesson, Jamie, that you got from doing this show that you brought to Room 28 in the future? Mm. Uh, well, I mean, I guess I, could, I feel like I could probably learn a sketch quicker than I normally do. You know, like right. I usually take my, I'm like, all right, I'll read it when I read it. You know, even the ones I write, you would think that I would remember it, but sometimes you're like it's all about timing and the other person's now I feel like if I need to like gun to head I could be like yo give me like give me like 20 minutes and I got this you know what I mean yeah are there still a certain techniques you're gonna use now to remember your lines like that Great quickly question. quick um just be anti like, I was antisocial I just was like let me just go into the bathroom cause everybody just I felt like everybody had better, better memories than me like they read the script and they put it down, and they just were like, all right, let's go. Oh, and me, I'm like, Ugh. I'm like highlighting shit. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like talking to myself in the, in the room. So I don't know. need some milk. These UCB people, they're on a, they're on a, you they know. They are, they're sharp. They take classes, like, they, that, that shit is ingrained in them. So, um, I, you know, I had to keep up. Here's my uh, last question. Did, did you feel that our presence and our screaming gave you a little bit of a jolt as an actor? Because I feel like we really were loud for you. Very loud. We were loud. We were Latinos out loud that We night. were super loud. Yo, we were screaming. That the kid, white people were freaking out. That kid yeah. must be Latino or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, really here now? Jamie! I want your baby! Remember yeah. that one? We were going crazy. Like, keep cramming! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, people in the show that were, they were like on stage with me, they were like, wow, you got a lot of fans here. Haters. Yeah, they were doing it in a way. They were like, oh, look at this guy. He brought his whole family and shit. <laughs> and midnight, too. Yeah, I know. I mean, no, you guys were like really hyped for a midnight show. So yeah. I loved it. I loved it. That Chachi helped. came. Chachi came with her Oh, guests. no. Yeah. Chachi came? Yeah. Chachi. Oh, yeah, yeah Frank. Chachi came, bro. Oh, damn. Damn, bro. Chachi came with like a fur coat. Like, she was like. <laughs> I felt bad. She was Hello, like, oh, Chachi's here. She looked great. Jimmy said, isn't that a gala? This is just a UCB show. She was dressed midnight. for like a better show. <laughs> she was dressed for like a Broadway show. I'm like, we're just fucking around up here. Everybody Sorry, thought you were somebody. Yo, Jamie, come here. I didn't, yo, who's that girl you with, yo? Yeah, yeah. 
but uh, no, you guys were great supporting. Awesome, man. And uh, it was it was good. It was a success. So shout out to Sketch Cram. They do it every month at UCB. So yeah, look it up. Job. Look it up. Yeah, it was great. And um, I agree with you. Like after I did it, it did instill a bit of confidence in memorization because that is something that I think I really struggled with in the beginning. But um, being in Sketch Cram, it, you have to build confidence because you're like, holy shit. I just memorized most of that. I mean, I, I flubbed a few lines. And I'm like, I memorized most of those sketches. That was great. Yeah. So you have to be proud of the, yourself. The only thing is like you don't, you're oh, you're so, or at least I was so like obsessed with like not messing up the lines that I didn't always, like I wasn't always in the flow of like listening to another person. Yeah. I was more like, don't fuck this line up as opposed <laughs> to finding my character. So that's why I think at least give me a day. You know what I'm saying? Don't give me like three hours. If it's like, you know, a little bit of sketch cram, like, you know, a one day sketch cram, I think I would kill it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. three hour sketch cram is too much. I mm. love hated the experience. Yeah. Like I loved it because of what I learned, but I hated it because it's fucking hard. Mm. I use, you texted me right in the middle of it. Oh, I was getting nervous. Yeah. So I was like, it was like a panic sketch. I was like, Rachel, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I can't do this. I was like, the, I was in the bathroom stall, just like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> Why you didn't text me, though? Well, oh, I, guess, hey, I didn't jealousy. know you were going to go. I didn't know you were going to go. I know Rachel, Rachel, and Rachel's done it. Yeah, I wanted I want to talk to someone just, who actually did Mike it. Mike surprised you? What happened? Mike surprised Mike you? Surprised, Mike surprised Because Mike was like, yo, I don't think I'm going to go. He surprised yeah, he, me, too. He, doesn't he loves go, to He do doesn't do go that. to a lot of he stuff. He gets high off of that. Yeah, that's it. He's, he gives him, like, erections. He's becoming, he, like, he's becoming erection I don't got more than one dick, so <laughs> how am I getting erections? <laughs> you do this more than once a week. Like, you always do it. The surprise. Yeah, right. You're making it sound like, guys, I'm not making the podcast today. No. Oh, surprise, I'm here. We know you're going to be here, Dodo. Right. Look, special, uh, speaking of caca, we know that your son said a special word this We were week. just talking about caca? I don't understand the segue. Are you saying that Jamie's comedy is caca? No, I'm yeah. saying we're talking caca. Oh. Speaking of caca. Yeah, right, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So, Rachel, go ahead. Story uh, time. Okay, quick story. You know, my kid is seven months now, and I did not expect a first word. Time out. Just yet. Time out. With DJ, you were on point. Every month, like at midnight, you posted a picture. Oh my God, DJ's eight months. Yo, you've been mass sloppy with Benjamin. With Benjamin? Yo, it's like three days later, no. a week on. later. You're not, yo, what's, what's going first on? First of all, he's the second child and you should know that treatment already, okay? I was the first. What are you talking That's about? That's just how it goes. Uh, well, yeah. So, like, he, I can't, I have two kids. I'm not going to explain myself, right? And Apollo. Doctora, this and is ridiculous. <laughs> Wait till you meet our guest, our que lo que quickie guest. Doctora is in the building. Uh, anyway, back, back, to caca. back to the caca. So I did not expect the first word this early, you know, because I just don't remember it happening this early with Donovan. That was his first word. Listen, at first, I didn't think it was. <laughs> I swear, te lo juro por mi madre. At first, I was like, no, he's just saying Gaga or something. What, like, Lady Google. Gaga? <laughs> you, that's what I he mean, I have, Star is born. I've is. watched it numerous times. <laughs> Literally, a star so is he's born. He's definitely heard me say, oh my God, I want to be just like Lady Gaga. <laughs> you know, because I say that out loud sometimes. He does have a good poker face for, a little, for an infant. Yes. Yeah. No, Jamie. No. <laughs> Jamie! Anyway, so then I heard it a few times. Yeah. And I swear to God, 
I swear to God. Like, a lot of moms will be like, my son is so bright. He's going to go to Harvard. He's going to invent the cure to cancer. Like, that's what moms say. But, yo, this kid is bright, bro. This kid told me when there was caca in his diaper. So now he tells you every time? He's gonna yo, shit. play the tape. Did you make caca? You made caca? He said caca. <laughs> you led him to it, though. You were like, did you do caca? Oh, I'm, le- I'm leading the witness, Your Honor. Yeah, I'm you were leading like, the Your Honor. You don't see the, like, enormity of him repeating what I say or actually say multiple times on a daily because I'm potty training the other one. So, oh, you know, it's a wow. big celebration. Kaka's big in my apartment. Yeah, okay, yeah. A lot of big celebration. Big That's why you haven't had guests recently, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, is that is the natural progression from that? Is like, Kaka? Okay, now say mama. I'm working on it, but every Are time, you? He's slick. Every time I say mama, he says Kaka. <laughs> mama caca. Wait, what was up? Uh, mama caca. Mama, mama caca. Wow. Um, just refresh I our memory. Dada's next, by the way. Dada's always first. I'm surprised caca. DJ first. said Dada first. Yes. Oof. Yes, he did. No, yeah, Dada for sure. Caca and Dad are gonna go together. Always, yeah. yeah. The guy yeah. over, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Frank, okay. you're like an expert. Or <laughs> I'm being I honest. didn't realize. Frank, yo, trust me. You know, dads always get shitted on. But anyway. All right. Oh, that was, <laughs> wow. that was the connection. Dads always get shitted on. Yeah. Uh, for me, this weekend, I was able to go to the Hudson Yards. It opened up. Fancy. It actually opened Apparently, it opened up the day uh, Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp was down. Yeah. So people couldn't post up pictures up on there. Can you describe Hudson Yards to, like, maybe non New Oh, yeah. People that, that are not in New York City. So. Uh, everyone's familiar with Times Square, 34th Street, Penn Station, Madison Square Garden. Can right? you describe all those things to people that are not from New okay, York? Okay, yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so they've been, they, like these billionaires have been building huge buildings, a mall and everything on 34th through I think 36th and 10th and 11th It used Avenue. to be rail, just rail yards. Yeah, yes. that was desolate back in the day. And I got to go on Sunday and oh my God, it's like another huge mall and then they have this thing called the vessel, which looks like a vessel, uh, and you're able to walk on it and take pictures and stuff like it's that. It's like a crazy big ass staircase. Yeah, like a honeycomb. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. it looks yeah. like a it's like a hive. It looks like a hive. Yeah. Do you have some fake news to this? No, I feel like you got I, something up your brewing. sleeve. No, there is, there is. I, I want, see. I just, it's a, there's something with the hive. Is there? We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Smoke coming out of your ears yeah, yeah, yeah. right now. I My see bad, guys. There's no elevator to go up there. No, oh, so yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> but they have our... like a lot of fun. Nah. But the... but... <laughs> Sounds like caca. <laughs> but the staircases but... to go up. But does New York need yeah, any I'll more malls? Psych. Well, not even that. It's not like these are fancy ass malls, right? These are malls yeah. for like not just you know I want to go to Foot Locker and get some sneakers. It's like right. Gucci at the least. Uh, Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. That was part of Bloomberg's whole plan when he did the whole Hudson Yards and he did the whole that the the overview of what do you call the the, the thing highline. the highline the high, yeah it connects to it that connects too connects with all that so it's, it's uh, just uh, ridiculous that was with the, the the bike lanes and all that it was Bloomberg that put all they got a lot together. of restaurants though that's what I'm excited about you Ooh. were you were saying that some well they got a little they got a Spain like a food hall with like food from Spain <gasps> wow so it's like Italy Fancy. but like for, for Spanish food Italy. that's Italia. amazing Italy you know Italy Italy, the Italy Italia. it has the whole it, so this has and it's gonna have a food hall it's gonna have all the stuff that I love and you're gonna go your like dad like pulpo my father yeah maybe I don't know if he 
if he wants to go downtown. Is your dad still taking those uh, awkward selfies on on his phone and puts it up on Facebook? <laughs> Have you seen his dad? No. How he puts it up is like from the chin down. It's just like nostril. It's you just see like his <laughs> <laughs> his hairs and his nose. <laughs> yep, you see all that shit. <laughs> And it's like, are Yo, you dad, like, can you take that down? And it's not even in the summertime. It's like in the middle of winter where he has like nine layers. It's just chin. And it's just like, hey, papa. <laughs> or he's trying to get like, a, like he's trying to get like, he tried to get the Rockefeller tree, but he only got half of it on camera and the rest was just sidewalk. I was like, what? <laughs> Who's like, you want to get the whole thing in the camera? Um, but anyways, to Hudson Yards. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably tell him to come with me. I don't know. He'll probably be like, it's not the real. He's not the real Espana. <laughs> you know, he'll get all like hardcore a bit with it, but um, I want to check that out, definitely. Right. That cool. sounds like fun. And um, I think it's time now for some Bachincha Bites. Okay. Ooh. Okay, why not? I've been waiting all day. Aye. I've been waiting all night. Aye. I've been waiting all day. Bachincha Bites. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Bites. Bites. What up, y'all? Hey. What's up, Jamie? Jamie? Brother? Long time no speak, bro. Yeah. Long time no speak. Uh, Jamie. What's going on, guys? Uh, <laughs> now Back I feel to like Jamie. yeah. Jamie's top 40. <laughs> Coming up next is Mariah Carey's hero. All right. This was a uh, dedication from uh, one Rachel La Loca. I've been dealing with a lot of shit at home, and I just want to hear too much caca. Mariah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm excited. So, first bite. Um, there was a cow a on the Major Deegan, all right? Uh, which is a highway in New York City. Uh, a big thoroughfare. Yeah. A big thoroughfare. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And there was cow. a big ass cow. Um, and it pretty much made a, a lot of people late for work because it was like it was a whole traffic jam. What? And Holy this cow shit. just appeared. Out of nowhere? I mean, I've Surprise, I've heard of farm motherfucker. to yeah. I've heard of farm to table, but farm to highway. I don't know about that. Amen. <laughs> well, that's what you still come with the Taco Bell sound effect right there. Amen. <laughs> Yo, you are so the real you bad are putting one. some authority from that seat. Yes, I was the way you told Timmy, like, yep. yo, Timmy, play that Taco no, Bell. Timmy's man. like closer. I can to see me than Jamie. Jamie, I can see this now. All right, Howard Ferns. <laughs> <laughs> yes, nice. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh! Okay, we're oh, so far with that? ten for ten. So can far, we recover. We are ten that? for ten right now. Back to the cow. Okay, right. back to the cow. No. Uh, what what would you do if you saw a cow in the middle of the street? Like I heard it got out of a slaughterhouse, right? Is I, that is that the story? Oh, I don't know. I don't follow its Instagram page. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, crazy day in New York. If I would have seen it on the highway, I would have definitely taken like Instagram video and like turned up my radio. La vaca, moo. Ooh, la, la vaca, moo. La vaca lechera, una vaca de verdad. I love that song. <laughs> I think I could have just imagined the people in the. Um, in their cars in New York, just like yelling, like, get off the road, all right? I'm going to punch you until you uh, punch the milk out of you. Or, uh, <laughs> I would have said, moo me, moo you. <laughs> Over here. They should change the song, like, welcome to moo York. Oh, Where cows wow. end up on the highway. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Uh, is it still alive? What? The cow. 
Maybe the Jamaican know. and the guy in Egypt. Oh, God, here know. we go, man. We have Jamaican and Guyanese a, listeners. They maybe did an oxtail uh, soup with it. Yo, maybe. Frank, you might pick that up a... One day you might pick up a, a cow on an Uber and shit. You don't know. Say, take me to Moodison Avenue. Oh, my I know. God. All right, next bite. Let me just go the next... Let's just go to the next bite at this point. Moodison <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> Guys, the, check it out. They've now invented the first ever GoPro for your penis. What? What? It's Finally. Called, it's called the Cock Cam. A Cock Cam? A Cock Cam. It's from a UK company called Jules. Jules. Yeah. <laughs> like Jules? Okay. Jules. And um, <laughs> so their tagline is Capture Your Climax. Wow, wow. Right. Is, that's cla- that's pretty. Yeah, yeah they works up that. And, Clever. Um, and they're yeah. they're introducing it as the world's first cock ring with a camera, and it's only 160 bucks. That's, that's it. Not bad. That's, that's affordable. Not bad. Rachel, are you gonna get one? Well, you know, it, it's not a bad idea if I need like a, let's say a, a, instead of a pregnancy test, uh, like, Edgar, put this on and tell me what you see inside. <laughs> Something has eyes in there. Yo, Rachel's Instagram stories I like, got really raw <laughs> yeah. recently. What's that tunnel? <laughs> I don't even know how would Relax, you... it's not a tunnel, all right? Oh, it's more yeah. like a one-lane highway, all right? Hello? <laughs> Hello, anyone in there? And it was recently paved. Space smooth. <laughs> all right? It's an, it's, there's an interior decorator down there, all right? And it's very nice right now. It sounds like an echo in the Is that my high school Hello? ring? Hello? Is that my high school graduation <laughs> ring in there? Oh, my God, Edgar. Get it. Oh how would you? God. I don't know. How would you even know what you were looking at if you didn't know, if somebody didn't tell you? Like, Great they'd be point. like, yo, not safe for work. And they'd be like, what the hell? I just see, like, darkness and shit. <laughs> it's like, why? what's all this shaky cam, bro? You, the camera keeps thrusting in and out. It's- Damn, baby girl, you got some sexy-ass ovaries, yo. <laughs> Diablo. Oh, shit, you got the camera wet, yo. What did I tell you? Is that a baby in there? What the fuck? <laughs> Kaka. Oh, he looks like me. He just said kaka. <laughs> Jamie. Uh, okay, like, right, enough. This is a segue. Enough, We're enough. talking about babies. Let's be serious. This is a segue. We're it's talking a about comedy babies. podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Supposed to be. And um, uh, so the, now, now for some news that doesn't suck. Uh, a new device. A new Speak device. Speak for yourself. <laughs> There's a new device, guys, that lets dads breastfeed their babies. Yes. Wow, about time. Tell me more. Tell me more. So the Dentsu Group is a Japanese company. Okay. Because Japan's always ahead of this stuff. They're They're making stuff that are like way Very innovative. They created a wearable breastfeeding technology that allows fathers to nurse babies. Mm. How they do this, because Rachel's already looking like, she's like, how the fuck (laughs) they do this? The breast-shaped device is equipped with a tank to hold milk or formula. Oh, okay. Ah. So we provide the fuel yeah. in the tank. And the guys do the job. Well, I yeah, like the sound. Can you put soy milk in there? I mean, you can put any, you can put soda in there. And yeah. shit. You can put anything in there. <laughs> the guy on the yo, web. put some Kool Aid in there, yo. <laughs> Trust me. You just bring it to like baseball games and just suck, <laughs> suck your own, suck your own nipples. Like, yo, this shit is no. I got, I got enough. You want some? I got beer in here, bro. Hey. Yeah, these are my beer breasts. Lick my tits, guy. Lick my tits. Your homeboy be sucking your tit. <laughs> Yo, I'm wow. just getting some beer, bro. No- yeah, yeah, yeah no, don't, don't worry about that, right? The guy on the website looked real awkward with it, though, wearing it, though. He was, like, on the couch. He didn't know what to do with his hands. He was like, should I pet the baby while this is happening? That's uh, so crazy. I would, I, look, if I would, maybe I would do it, but I wouldn't do it in public. 
Man, like weird. I would just, I would just keep forgetting it at home. Yeah, and that's shit, weird, you know? man. Because like, when when you don't have it on, then the baby could just suck on your nipple. And if you're, baby's gonna be looking for that nipple yeah. in the middle Jeez, of a football fine. game. Like, dad, wow. nah, I would be like, Teta. like Jamie, the baby's hungry. Yo, I left the, I left the, my breast at home. How you gonna forget your tits? You always forget your tits. Why do we buy? Why do we spend so much money on those fake breasts? Uh, but anyway, guys, that's the bites for today. Yeah. The views, opinions, and insinuations made by Frank Nibs do not necessarily reflect or represent those held by the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiracy News with Frank Nibs. Hello. Hi, Frank. Hello, hello. Hey, Frank. Hi, Frank. How you doing, Hi, everybody? Hey, How you doing, Frank? Frank? All right. Doing, buddy? I'm gonna be uh, today's. I didn't even want to do the intro, like the hello and all that, because this one hits really close to Are home. Are you going to cry? <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> this piece it's of news, okay. this piece of news, like, this one is serious, guys. Frank always gets even more dramatic. Next week, he's going to be like, I didn't even want to come today, yo, because this, <laughs> this is really serious stuff. No, because this one, like, something Yo, really... guys, I'm from home right now, if you hear yo, me on speaker. Yo, guys. Uh, this one's too I'm, serious. I'm I didn't a, leave my bed. Guys, I'm uh, in a phone booth. Yes, the last <laughs> phone booth in Manhattan. I just didn't feel safe doing it from my crib. <laughs> nah, this one is serious, and I'm going to be honest, because, you know, this is an, an incident that actually happened, and, you know, I mean, that's not good, right? And this is an actual incident that happened in Asia, right, where... Uh, an incident happened in a, a robotics, an AI robotics lab in Asia, where there was four robots, and the robots killed 29 civilians, okay? Mm. Yeah, it was wow. serious. And uh, they got three of them down, and the fourth one, they couldn't get it down, okay? They almost, they ripped it apart, they couldn't get it down, they were fighting it. You know what? It started autonomously connecting to satellites, and it started rebuilding itself, Okay. And they Damn. had to fight this thing, and it was, like, really rough, and they had to take it out. And it killed 29 people, right? What, a robot? There's a robot? These are robots, yeah. And there's a lady by the name of Linda Moulton Howe, okay? You can uh, look her up on Moulton YouTube. Who? Moulton who? Moulton Howe. She's Moulton an American... Moulton what? She's is, she, a, is she a, a, a human posing as a official. robot? She's <laughs> official. A robot posing as a human? This lady, like, she's, she's been... A, she's been where? Yeah, she's official. She's been an investigative journalist for, like, over 40 years. She's an Emmy Award-winning documentary filmmaker... And she talks about this in a whole, like, an hour and a half long conference that she had out in L.A., all right? And she talks about this whole thing, and she talks about the whole AI thing. And I've been telling you guys this forever, okay? Mm. About now, robots? About robots. <laughs> and no, stay a- away from robots. No, the whole AI thing <laughs> is really serious. You know, like, you even have Elon Musk right now make an open letter to the United Nations. He got top the top 100 robotics and AI experts, and he, op- he made an open letter. And I'm going to read it. So this is the Elon Musk letter, right? Yes. Lethal autonomous weapons threaten to become the third revolution in a warfare. Once developed, they will permit armed conflict to be fought at a scale greater than ever and at times faster than humans can ever comprehend. These weapons can be of terror, okay? Weapons terrorists use against innocent populations and weapons hacked to behave in undesirable ways. And when I say hack, guys, I talk to you about cars being hacked, Alexa being hacked, phones being hacked, smart TVs being hacked, cell phones being hacked, okay? How about the GoPros on your cock? That too. <laughs> in my, have, in that ha- thing? Yes. Yes. We have intelligence on yes. pussy. <laughs> All right? 
Home de- You've never seen your Bluetooth like could be hacked. Before. Your home theater system could be hacked. I see caca. Your home security system could be hacked, okay? All right, guys, this guys this is serious. This is serious. We do not have long long time to act, guys. Once this Pandora's box is open, it will be hard to close. We therefore implore that high contracting parties find a way to protect us all from these dangers. This is serious this so serious can, stuff, guy. Can someone Google Translate like most of that because a lot of he's talking like a robot this dude right yeah, Elon well, Musk. Elon, yeah he's, but he's, what I got was the hack stuff but all the other shit I'm like I guess I'm gonna die from robot murder because yeah. I don't know what you're talking about Elon I gotta be honest I was seriously contemplating buying a Roomba you know those vacuum mm, cleaners yeah. don't I think don't. it's just don't. collecting don't. like DNA could, you know what it could turn on it, somewhere. Oh it could yes. turn on by itself and it could you know, you know what? Benjamin could be walking around and just go at him. What do you mean, suck my kid up? Yes, I don't know. No, you gotta be careful. Happen. It could, it could, it could everything, kid, Frank. everything could be hacked. We're in twelve months. Guys, your TVs could be hacked. Your smart TVs, your smartphones, anything that says smart could be hacked. So I gotta get a stupid phone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, don't you have an Android? You're good. Uh, wow, that's two weeks in a row. You just an Android. I'm gonna keep coming at you until you finally uh, step up. Oh my God. So yeah, guys. This, Wait. This, so what's your solution? You know why? So I was Frank, scared. There is no. Ro- Solution. Robots are trying to break in right now to the studio. What do we do? Well, I'm going to be honest with you, and I've told you guys this many times. Before I started getting into this line of work, I worked in uh, computers. I was an engineer. Ooh. And I've seen and I've worked in certain places and certain companies that I've seen stuff that you would never imagine. I'm talking about football fields of computers that, you know, with AC systems, like, that you will not believe. That's good, this for, the is summer, ups- that's good for the summertime. <laughs> Yo, so, yo, let's go to that football field with the AC, son. Yeah, Frank, yeah. can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you have a bunker? Um, In the Heights, yeah. What? In the, in the, the can base- I be down? Yo, I just- ask Mike. I've taken Mike to the roofs. Mike's has been in the basements. He knows what's oh, up. Oh, Mike holds that bunker. That, that, that doesn't you know sound what? Right. I'm going to tell you something interesting. <laughs> I, took, I took Mike to the roof. I'm going to tell you to something. The hey! You yo, know I'm going to tell you guys something. If you go to basements like in, in like in Washington Heights and in Manhattan, Bronx, you always see a fallout shelter. Mm-hmm. You always see those signs. Like if you ever go to those places, back in the 50s and 60s, there was always like bomb fallout shelter, bomb threats shit. and all that stuff. Ah. So they use these basements as places for people to hide. There's going to be a bunch of Dominican supers in there. Like, in the bomb in basements. <laughs> With like a lifetime supply of like jabon, rice, yep. beans. Yeah. But instead they're gonna be trying to they're gonna try to protect themselves from robots instead of like some natural disaster. It's gonna be robots trying to get in. Yes, definitely. And that's why it's very imperative that we put our kids to learn about coding and computers. And Latinos are one of the first like we culturally wise, we're up there when it comes to really computers. And I, I really say all the time to like my nieces and nephews, you gotta learn this stuff. You have to learn it. Yeah. Because these things are gonna take over. I was we learning, need to learn it. I was learning HTML on me. You got it, Mike. There you go. Yeah, and for different it. reasons. Exactly. Well, well thank you so much. You're Frank. welcome folks. Thanks, scaring Frank. us. You're welcome. Yo, big shout out to our friends over at Urban Lifestyle Media. They have Los Dominicanos 2 coming out. This is a film with Dominicans Fausto Mata, Tony Pascual, Aquiles Correa, and Transfor Ortiz. Yo, you are good. You read them perfectly. Okay. Yo, make sure you check it out. They're having a big premiere in a party, and that's going to be on Thursday, March 28th from 3 to 5 at the Copa. Copa Copa Cabana. Yeah, so they're going to be there. Make sure to 
check it out. Follow Urban Lifestyle Media on Instagram. Also, you can find out more about the after party at Instagram.com slash Afro underscore Dominicano. It's going to be hosted by former guest of the Latinos Out Loud podcast, Miss Yaya. Yeah. And you can catch her on Instagram at the dot Miss Yaya. So check that out. Support Latinos in film. Los Dominicanos too. Coming to theaters on Friday, March 29th. All right, you guys. So, guess what? What? New segment time, baby. Yeah. Wait, does Mike, yeah. does Mike does finally have a segment? Not yet. No. Okay. Well, I want to take the time right now to let the uh, the audience um, know that I am working on a segment, mm-hmm. but it's going to be like one of those 2020s. It's going to be like a deep dive type of thing. Okay. So, yeah. it's not going to be super Yeah, but now it's not that segment. Oh, so, right. Rachel, continue. All right. So, guys, it is time for Pimp My Pod. Woo! First installment. This is where we put podcasts that we love in the spotlight and Ah. the first one on the docket is in-house baby yeah let's give it up for the ladies of the latinos allowed podcast our interns rocio alex and candy hey guys (laughs) welcome to the first installment of pimp my pod hi it's nice to be here Wow. You guys are usually here every Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to be on the mic. It's nice to be here, right? Yeah. (laughs) So you guys. We're we're tired of listening. We're ready to talk. Yeah. We have a lot to say. We have a lot to say. Oh, oh. Well, then just unplug my mic. That's great. (laughs) Take over, ladies. This is a new and fun segment. Now, okay, I don't want to speak on your behalf, but I just want to say how proud all of us are because you guys launched your own podcast we did we did (laughs) tell us about it so yeah i'm alex and basically our podcast is called chica chats and i'm here with rocio and kendy and basically the premise of it is like our aim is to enlighten and empower latinas with a perspective on three ladies in their early mid and late 20s so that's us nice yeah so and it's kind of like a group chat live because we were talking about doing this because every time we hang out, we have a lot to talk about. So, you know, why not, you know, try to market that and create our own podcast and talk about stuff? I'm getting emotional. <laughs> you guys definitely inspired us, though. Aww. Oh, Alex. That's really sweet. Thank you but so much. But not the Bochincha butt. That didn't inspire you. Though, eh, right? Not really. Of what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> So at least we know the direction that we don't want to go in. <laughs> yeah. So our podcast is called Chica Chats, and we did the first episode last week. Nice. And we're just going to be talking about everything, like every single topic that involves women, Latino women specifically. So we do have a few questions for you guys. Oh. All right. Oh. All right, we're ready. Yeah, because we want to we wanna know how we can improve and like what kind of things we want to talk about on our podcast. Mm. So the first question that we have is, how would you recommend approaching a studio to host your podcast? That's a great question. That's such an amazing question that I feel that Rachel is. Uh, <laughs> I knew you were going yeah. to deflect. To answer it, you are just the king of deflect. Um, well, okay. First thing is, I think that because you are creators, you really have to assess a true value to what you're creating. Mm-hmm. And remember that like you're bringing a solution to somebody. 
right? So it's not just like the studio that's going to benefit, you know, like it's a mutually beneficial thing, I think Mm -hmm. is something to think about. Um, But, you know, as we've gone through several different studios at this stage in the game, it is really important that you feel like you're in casa, right? Mm. So much has to go down in this next hour. So many people are relying on us. And I think quality, you know, sound quality, a good vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm feeling this couch right here. Shout out to the engine room. I like the vibe, you know. It's so important because yes. that'll either, that, that could fuck you over big time. We've been in that situation where we just, like, were awkwardly placed and in a studio where it just didn't feel right. And you heard it in the episode. So make sure you feel in God. Wait, don't say what that episode is, though. <laughs> Yeah. If they're like a new listener, like, all right, we're going to skip episode. No, our real listener's like, oh, I know which one. (laughs) Yep, I know. Exactly. Which one? Mm. All right, that was a great question. So, hi, I'm Rocio. Hi, Rocio. So, I'm the older Chica Chat. I'm the one whose eggs are turning to dust, so. It's all right. Don't worry. The eggs, they don't scramble that fast. Okay. You know what I mean? There's hope. You're the Yoda of the group. (laughs) There's hope. It's okay. So the next question is, how can you convert people into podcast listeners? How do you get them to follow you? Mm. Mm. You know, Jamie, I think you would be good. Is that all you're going to do? This this is really. To get them to follow you? I'm kidding. Okay, first and foremost. Mm. Oh, here we go. If you're starting off your podcast, it's very important that you workshop it, you share it with your friends, the people that you trust, the ones you won't take it personal, they're going to give you really extreme feedback. After you've launched that, then you got to use your friends as well to listen to it because mm-hmm. they're going to share it. You just can't put it out there. you got to trust your friends on Facebook, Instagram. That's the core. Those are the ones that are going to be proud of you, and they're going to share it. And then once you do that, you're able to sort of utilize some of the Twitter, Instagram, the hashtags. I mean, we know. Alex can tell you with, uh, how social media is. Mm-hmm. But that first level that's extremely important are your friends because they're the ones that are going to share. This also sounds like the beginning of a pyramid scheme. Like- <laughs> <laughs> now, these Listen, vitamins work. Listen, you get five friends. Involved. You five get friends. five friends. Yeah. Tell them to go to a meeting on Sunday morning on Wall Street. <laughs> and... Look at my hair before Herbalife. Look at it. Okay? And look at my hair now. Now, Mike, all right, so I have a sub-question. Really? From, from me? Them, from okay. you. From Ooh. That um, does the the content, like what the show is about, where does that come in? Do you want to find like a niche, something that you want to target an audience specifically? Or do you want to be like, hey, this is a broad you know, kind of no. podcast. You want to get as much people as possible. Or do you want to like target a specific audience right away? Well, I think the one of the important things is you sometimes tend to forget to be the listener, right? We consume and we know what we are attracted to when we want to listen to stuff. So for me, I think you need to find a specific niche mm. because when it's when it comes to podcasts, it's very intimate. Our listeners I feel... I think it's niche. <laughs> I said niche and then he said niche. Okay. So oh, yeah, I copied Jamie. All right. Okay. Mm. So, I, so like, there are listeners like Rachel. Are you Rachel. being a niche right Word. now, yo? yo. Being a real a, niche right now. You're such a son of a niche. Listen, so I think it's That's re- how my mom says it. He's <laughs> a son of a niche. So I think there's a lot of people coming out with podcasts. So you have to make sure you're different and you create a niche and you feel that your listeners... Oh, niche. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, just be real specific with mm. your voice because that's what podcasts are about. 
They want to feel very connected to what they're listening to. Can I add something? Okay, mm -hmm. so this also stems back to the question before the sub-question. Lucky for us, like the first, uh, I don't know how many episodes are not out there right now. Uh, because that... <laughs> We were on a network before Revolver, and we have these lost episodes that I I still have in the crates. Maybe one day we'll put something together. But that first few, that first season was really a trial run. Mm -hmm. It's like, let's just vomit everything onto the table here, see what sticks, see what works. You feel it instinctually, I think, you know, and the feedback just helps and, and complements those instincts that you feel. Um... But that, that to me, is like a blessing in disguise and a learning. Because at the time, I was devastated. I was like, what do you mean? We're losing how many episodes? Our listeners can't listen to us from Jump Street? Like, they should listen to us from Jump Street. We owe it to them. You know what I mean? Right. But now I'm like, thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> We've come a long, I'll come a long way. Right. We're much more structured. We found our voice. Mm. We, we have definitely, like found our niche and we have a mission a very strong mission right we want to move latinos forward while making them laugh so you must establish that concrete mission and then work towards it with everything that you do thank wow. you rachel that was very wow. sensei thank you yeah. i have spoken spoken <laughs> spoken 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 <laughs> ah! i'm really not N that next wise. question just want to share. Hi guys, it's Candy. What's up? Candy! Hi Candy! Hi Candy! Hi, hi, hi. I'm like the middle child of the podcast. I feel oh. like the mic of our podcast for some reason. <laughs> In the best way possible. Okay, I, like, I like that you all have defined roles right now on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. You can tell like right away who's like the fun, quirky one. And who's like... <laughs> I mean, we all are. Listen to our podcast, please. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Timmy. Doesn't it feel good? It like does. When a, a sound effect just follows what you say. I wish I could do that in like life. Right? Like I wish I could be the podcast all day. Every time I say a joke, everybody I laughs. have so many sound effects. My question is, um, what is the process like post-production-wise? Because I'm the editor for our podcast, too. And I think everything we say is genius, which I'm pretty sure isn't. So how is that for you guys? All right. So I think when it comes down to post-production... You have to kind of look at it where when you're talking about certain subjects or segments where you feel the meat and potato is, you could cut right there. Because sometimes we tend to go on a little bit of a rant. and We do this in the show and it's not on the topic. And so you kind of want to make it neater because like, I have a background of, of editing uh sketches and, and parody videos and sometimes when you take a little part in, in some part in the beginning of the video it makes the, the end of the video stronger because you're getting tighter with the timing so it's almost like a timing thing so you have to really uh, be able to let go of the little rants maybe there might be a joke or two but you really want to get to a point where it's tight um, I don't know where you're aiming. If you're aiming for an hour and you're an hour and 10, hour and nine, you could probably take a few minutes off, but definitely get comfortable of editing yourself. Because at the end of the day, the listener never heard the original. And ironically, we're going to edit a lot of what he just said. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are some topics that you haven't discussed that you would like to discuss? Excellent. Oh, man, that's easy. Sports. <laughs> but we got somebody here who's like, you know. We can't talk about sports more than a minute. Yeah, what? exactly, I'm Rachel. Sorry, what, did you say? Yeah. what was the question? I want to talk about sports. Rachel, get, she gets on her phone. She does snoring sound effects. 
<laughs> so I have a few uh, because I don't have a segment. Um, I think first one is... Yo, I you like... go create a segment. I don't know what's the delay. We all want one. I've you. given him ideas too for segments. So, so I want to so... do a segment and I know I want to do a segment because I binge a lot, right? <laughs> yeah. So I wanna... Binging with Bago. That's exactly. what I told you too. Love that. So I want to do that. Um, I want to give advice. I love giving people advice. Um, so I would like to do that. And, and Jamie... Like and, uh, good advice? Uh, <laughs> it's, that's an opinion. Uh, no. So Jamie and I actually did a, a series on Flama called Ask Bago. Mm. Uh, and it was kind of uh, like me giving advice, but it was like bad advice. Yeah. Uh, and then just more sports. I guess when Rachel's out, we'll just, you know, at that topic uh, when Rachel's not here. You, Jamie? Okay. Is there any segments? No, I'm pretty much talking about what I want to talk about. You talk about everything <laughs> oh you want to talk about? Ra- Rachel? I would like to talk more about your relationship. I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> damn, this just became that uh, red table with like Jada Pickett. <laughs> that Jada Pickett show. It's like, damn, we talking about deep shit right now. Um, uh, You know, I also feel like very free here to talk about whatever I want. And I feel like things have also come up, like sprinklings here and there. Mm-hmm. I would love to delve into certain topics a little bit more. Like, you guys know I'm a big preacher for, like, infertility and women's journey through infertility, just having gone through what I went through. Mm-hmm. So I really would love to... You know, maybe bring that up um, in a certain way that's maybe a little more tongue in cheek and less serious. Yeah, here mm. on the podcast, mm. okay. Rachel, cool. we could have you on and have an episode on fertility. Just oh, say we could, could do that. Wow. We could do that. That's how the content starts. So, guys, um, I guess why don't you give like the audience like your final pitch to 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 listen to Ooh. your podcast? Excellent. The elevator pitch, they call it. Elevator. Yeah. The escalator pitch. All you have is the time in the elevator to pitch me. And I'm only going to the fourth floor. I love that intro. It's very American Horror Story, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> There's a script for you. There's a role for you. Love it. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. I don't hear that much these days. Maybe. Maybe now. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So, essentially, if you are a person that needs to hear conversation if you are a person that's looking to have a moment of time where you have an exchange and you learn something or if you don't learn something just to have a conversation like your one you're having with your friends that's how we all started we started having conversations before the podcast discussing our lives we were like can we help someone can we somehow make someone's day easier by just simply having a conversation so i know our first episode is about periods but we're going to go into so many other topics we're going to go into topics that millennials deal with we're going to go into topics that you deal with money we're going to go into topics where you deal with your mental health you're going to topics about not just society or culture, but you're going to be listening to a friend. Whether it's Kendi or Alex or me, you're going to have different perspectives. You're going to relate to one of us. So we're going to explore different topics. Um, and it's like having conversations with your friend. We want it to feel very familiar. We want it to feel very comforting. Uh, it's kitchen talk. It's uncensored. It's very raw. Uh, it's very grimy, especially with the period talk. went into very deep holes and puddles. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. Pun intended. Yeah. Fourth floor. <laughs> That was great, you guys. <laughs> Subscribed. Yeah, and it's um, because we are three different Latinas. We saw that even though we're so different, we still have something in common, and we wanted to give Latinas a space where they can just like be their most authentic selves. Like no matter what, we're always told to behave a certain way, or we're stereotyped to be a certain like the feisty little Latina, and we're not that. And we just want to showcase that and tell everyone, especially Latina girls, that they can be whoever they want to be. 
Go Candy Girl. Go subscribe to us. <laughs> yes. So tell people how to subscribe. Where can they find you? You guys can find us on our Instagram, Chica.chats. And we're also going to be on SoundCloud and the Podbean. Excellent. Nice. And that was it. Our first installment of Pimp My Pod. Pimp My Pod. Touch it now. Now it's time for some Que lo que. Un, dos, tres, vamos a bailar otra vez. Que lo que. Que lo que, que lo que. Que lo que, que lo que. Que lo que, que lo que. And uh, Frank is getting spoiled. He's got yeah. another que lo Frank, que. Frank, you got a que lo que? No, this is special. This is a que lo que. This is a que lo more and more This special. is a que lo que birthday shout out to my mom. She turns 80. She, well, she turned 80. Hey! So she's in DR, so I'm, 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 I'm going to send this to her. Yeah. Frank, is she still driving Ubers in DR? Yo, my mother drives out in DR. Yo. Mike couldn't believe me. <laughs> And she speaks. Uh, anything else, Frank? That's it. I just want to give a birthday shout out. Send Feliz cumpleaños, Doña. Uh, Doña Ramona. And uh, Jamie? Yeah, just socials. Um, J Ferns at Instagram. J underscore Ferns at Twitter. Uh, and my MySpace is. No. <laughs> call back. Call back. No, I'm done. Yeah. Same with me. Uh, catch me everything on J Ferns. Um, J <laughs> underscore Ferns on Twitter. Uh, no, catch me uh, on uh, Juan Bago. Um, if you guys want to get nostalgic and you want to go to MySpace, it's uh, Mike Latin Daddy. <laughs> oh, wow. He divulged that one. Yeah, Woo. Damn. Latin, and my a... playlist still plays. So. No way. You still freaking it with the code? Still you got that, still doing it? You still got that color, color me bad on? I adore me more. <laughs> oh, my God. That was like the worst song. I am. They were all off key and shit. Oh, man. All right. Um, my turn. Yes, please follow me at Rachel La Loca. R-A-C-H-E-L. It's the Jewish way of spelling it. Mm. Rachel La Loca. Um, a big, big shout out to our partners over at Yerro.com, the news and lifestyle platform for Latino men. So, yo, this week they're putting a spotlight on Chefs de Borinquen, a group of chefs who are working to help farmers and communities rebuild Puerto Rico. Yeah. So visit Yerro.com for the full story. Now, there's one more thing I need to say, part of Michael Oque. And, you know, every week we get these phenomenal reviews, heartwarming words that help us grow as a brand, as a collective, as individuals. So please keep them coming. We read them. We share them. We cry from them. We learn from them. But this one I'm going to read because this one really gets you. Mm -hmm. Gets you. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So shout out to Melissa Fatima mm -hmm. or Melissa Fatima, mm. whatever your pronunciation or is. Melissa Fatima. Right. Or Melissa Fatima. Ah, yes. It could be Melissa. You don't even know. Um, but thank you. And I believe this is coming from Canada. So that's interesting. Here we go. Shout out, Drake. The title <laughs> of the review is Getting Me Out of My Funk. 
This is going to be a bit of a longer review, so bear with me. I found you guys last year around this time. I was actually in China at the time. I'm an ESL teacher at a private school in Toronto, and they sent me to China for nine months. Okay, so when I found you guys, I was pretty depressed. My boss had pressured me into extending my stay there. I miss Christmas and New Year's with my mom, and that hurt because we only have each other. 90% of my fam is back in El Salvador, and the rest is scattered in the U.S. Anyways, I basically slept all day if I wasn't teaching. I realized I'm a person who needs to be around others and live with others. I really can't be alone because I get too deep in my thoughts. So I decided to listen to podcasts, and I found you guys on Spotify. And I quickly listened to all the episodes that were up. You guys gave me a piece of home. I was finally listening to some Spanish in a sea of Chinese. Wow. The way you guys showcase the Latino culture is amazing and your dynamic as friends is one to be desired. I don't actually have a lot of Hispanic friends, so I'm kind of jelly that you guys have so many connections. It makes me want to get out and get to know people. But going back to the podcast, all the segments make me laugh, smile, and wonder. By the end of the episode, I come out a lot happier and informed. I've been back home for a while now, but I'm still listening religiously. I would recommend everyone to listen to the podcast. Everyone can benefit from listening, not just Latinos. My dream would be to one day get interviewed by you guys. Even though I don't think it's possible because I haven't made any impact in the community yet, keep doing this podcast. Much love, Melissa. Wow. Pretty dope, right? So when we were talking about it, and if we're going to put the cards on the table, what did you say to me? Do you remember? You said that we're impacting lives. Yes, we are. Wow. That's deep. Right? <laughs> Swallow that. Damn. <laughs> okay. It's a big pill to take. Yeah. Right? Wow. Jamie? That's deep. That's deep. My question is, like, do we want to have her, like, call in one day? You know what I mean? Ooh. That would be great. That she should be. be a guest. Yeah. She's already impacted, impacting the Latino community. Well, she impacted, yeah, our our feelings for the, our own show, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, wow, this is really, really doing something right now. And speaking of which, and why... <laughs> and impacting the Latino community... Yes. And she also was like, not just for Latinos, right? She Absolutely. was like, yo, everybody. And she listens religiously. Like, she was very, the words she used are very impactful as well. So this is a perfect example why Melissa loves our podcast, Arkeloke Quickie. Yeah! yeah. We got a special guest here. Y'all gonna learn today. Yep. So put your hands together for Dr. Jenny Luna. Doctora, yeah. everybody. Hola. You heard that? Yeah. That's her prefix. Hey guys! Oh my God, my face literally hurts from laughing so much. You guys are hilarious. How good does it feel on the pull down menu to select doctora or doctor? No, it's it's pretty good. It's a lot of work. Uh, I've been a doctor for ten years, and you know, prior to that, all the training that you get. So it, it is a lot of work. Mm. <laughs> so give a little background to our listeners. What you do? So I'm an endocrinologist. I'm also a obesity specialist, and as well an internist. Um, I uh, work, I have my own wellness company. I help uh, people uh, change their lifestyle. That way they're not struggling with uh, chronic diseases. Um, I have several channels on social media um, where everything is based on education and science. So um, that's pretty much. Mm. And what got you to go into this field? 
So actually, I've wanted to be a doctor since I was four. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> operation, where you used to play operation? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> that made me not want to be a doctor because I always lost. I'm like, I'm going to just, I can't do this Wasn't surgery stuff. Wasn't buzzer scary? You used to scare the fuck <laughs> yeah. out of me. I was like, I'm not, <laughs> I cannot do this. Actually, that was my favorite. <laughs> no, no. It makes sense. They should do a survey. Did you know 92% of doctors play doctor and they wow. loved it? Yeah, that's how it worked that's out. Amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> it was like the gateway game. <laughs> So I went into this field, actually, um, you know, I, I've always loved um, the sciences, um, but endocrinology and, and obesity medicine is an area in medicine where I felt that I could actually have an impact. Um, you can help people um, and, uh, you know, d- avoid diseases from actually occurring. So, yeah. You... Mm-hmm mentioned a little something before that I thought was fascinating and that like in the world we live in healthcare is in a certain state right Right. comparatively speaking to maybe other countries can you shed a little bit of light on that yes so here in the United States uh, currently the health expenditure is at 3.3 trillion dollars and even though that we spend so much money in healthcare, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're the best. Um, a lot is done, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's helping uh, patients. Um, a great uh, reason for this is because many of the chronic diseases are not treated with a personal approach. Mm-hmm. Um, many diseases that we're seeing today in healthcare can actually be prevented if treated a little bit more proactively. Mm. So if it's not a personal approach, what is the approach? How are doctors treating patients? Yeah. So right now, very impersonal. Um, A lot of patients have an entourage of doctors. Many of them don't communicate with each other. Um, And they're not treating the root of the disease. I am optimistic. Um, There are a lot of different types of doctors now that are really taking ownership and accountability for um, the care. Uh, So it's uh, it's tough just because... it's just getting worse, and a lot of the patients now are younger as well, like with diabetes, um, heart disease, and certain cancers as well. I was kind of going to ask that, like in the Latino community specifically, right. I know we face more ailments than others. Like, mm-hmm. what are some of those ailments, and what are some of the actions that you're taking to educate those patients? Right. So that's a great question. Um, diabetes is uh, something definitely very prominent in in our Hispanic community. Um, um, I'm Dominican, and my mom has diabetes, so it's it's tough. Uh, now it's again, even at a younger age, we're seeing people um, that are in 30s uh, already with diabetes. Wow. Yeah, and it has a lot to do with lifestyle. You know, diabetes. Yeah, genetics um, is is a strong component, but more importantly, is the way that person lives their life. So if they're eating healthy, um, you know staying active, um, educating themselves, really taking ownership of their health, um, they can avoid it. And if they have it, there's even chances of reversing it, which is, um, uh, you know, in a way, very optimistic. My father has diabetes and like, you know, he try. I feel like he's, old, you know, he tries to like eat better. Mm-hmm. But every time I go over, like he's, it's like his cheat day, I guess. I'm always like, <laughs> I'm like, why you are you eating? To yeah. be there on the cheat day. Yo, why are you eating like time. pizza or steak? And he's like, nah, it's only the only time this week I do it. I'm like, yeah, well, last week I saw you eat something like that too. So I'm always nervous for him. Right. 
Right. But um, but yeah, I mean, and he takes like so many pills for a yeah. bunch of different stuff. So I'm right. always nervous about that. But diabetes, yeah, I'm I'm I don't want to get it either. And I feel right. like you said it's not just genetic, but the fact oh, that yeah. he has it, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm kind of I gotta improve my. You have to be careful. Yeah. Right. So like for instance, the same in my case, um, we are at a higher risk, but it doesn't mean that it's. Granted, you know, um, if you are careful and you're eating well, um, definitely you could avoid it. So, yeah, it's it's one of those things that if the person is is educated and knows what to do, they could definitely avoid so many issues down the road. And, and food is is at the core of, right. of the diabetes. Yeah. So, so why do you uh, why do you think most diets don't work? Right. Yeah. So, a lot of diets don't work because. It's not sustainable. A lot of people don't know that whatever you did to lose weight, you have to keep doing it. So if you were drinking celery juice for a whole week and you lost 20 pounds, Mike. guess what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lombago, maybe you can elaborate on that a little right, bit, given your gonna, experience. I'm a, Confessions. I'm going to open up to the audience and amongst my peers. I am a fan of doing a lot of different diets. Addicted. And I feel like I'm at a point right now where it's just, I guess it's going to be moderation and, and doing cardio. But I did. I, I did. Any diet, I did it. You hit the and keto, I, and keto crap. And I was crap. a salesperson, too. I'm like, yo, you got to try this keto. Yo, this keto is off the hook. You become a spokesperson for every diet that you do. I have. Yo, this cayenne pepper shit, I swear to God, son. I swear That's to God. That's actually the Beyonce diet. Yeah. It's the Beyonce cleansing diet. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. I mean, it's, it's tough because sometimes we get into that situation where we want results and we want it now. And, you know, there's so much information out there. You don't know really what to follow. So it's very confusing when in reality, it's not. If we just go back to the basics, eat with a plant focus, um, you know, it, it just comes off. And mm. it, it, you don't really have to do anything that's crazy or, you know, doesn't make sense. Or, you know, we could do a lot of things for 30 days. But after that, you know, if you can't keep it, the weight's going to start coming back on. Like, I'm not a big fan of... Uh, Vegetables, and so when mm-hmm. I eat vegetables, you know, there's some that I like. You know, I like kale chips, I like spinach, right? Mm-hmm. But most of the time, it's like I'm. It's tough for me, right? So, what do you have an, uh, any advice for someone who is, you know, struggles sometimes with like enjoying, right? Like vegetables. That's or greens? a common thing. You'll be you'll be surprised. A lot of people have this trauma with vegetables. I think it's mainly because maybe your parents were like, you know, you know, eat all those vegetables on the plate. But in reality, I mean. It's um, creativity, you know, seasoning it up. Um, uh, Beans are great. Uh, You know, I grew up eating rice and beans every day. So um, and putting those spices that feels like culture, like feels like home to you. Um, But, yeah, it really doesn't have to be boring. Sautéing it, um, trying different uh, like Indian spices and things like that uh, really, really makes it flavorful. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Doc, can I ask you a question? (laughs) I've I've read that some of these foods, like sugar and salt, have addictive properties. This is true, yeah. And that's why people keep on going back and consuming Mm -hmm. these things over and over and over. Right. That's very true. So sugar, for instance, um, does trigger dopamine and um, the reward circuit. Uh, A lot of the foods that are ultra processed are very palatable Mm. so it's like when you smell fast food or you know when you see that bag of chips it's like automatically you gravitate towards it so it builds a bad habit um but it can be broken and most importantly when you're awoke it's Mm -hmm. kind of like you know you know what 
it's not that I don't, I cannot have it. It's just I don't want it because I'm in a different space right now. Right. You know, I'm focused on my health and I don't want to kind of go backwards. Um, but I, I'm big also on moderation. Um, it's not like you have to eliminate sugar 100%. You know, if, if you eat, let's say, a flung that your aunt made and, you know, it's a small piece. It's not a, a, a the whole plate. Mi mamá me decía, no coma con los ojos. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard that before. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> then you, you end up... <laughs> Yeah, you know, the, she's Dominican. I'm sure she's heard it. She's I've heard, heard it. that. It means that you overeat. Right. Yeah. Don't eat with your eyes. Eat, right. Exactly. You know. Eat until you're satisfied. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> so another two things that I think face Latinos too mm-hmm. is like finding life balance right. and stress management. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's a good one. So life balance as a woman that I have two kids, a husband. I also take care of my mom. So <laughs> sometimes life balance feels like a fairy tale, but actually it is very doable. Um, you know, taking some time during the day where you could pause, even if you're working an eight-hour week, uh, and if you love what you're doing, even better. But if you can take some time during the day where you pause and just kind of self-reflect, you know, how am I feeling? You know, is everything okay? Just pause and be mindful. Um, I'm really big on meditation. There's a lot of science showing the benefits, um, not only for stress management, but for just giving you that sense of well-being. And even 10 minutes a day will give you that sense of feeling a little bit more balanced. And ladies, definitely organization. I mean, it's it's tough, uh, you know, when you're multitasking. Um, but if you find a way where you can organize your day, uh, you'll you'll see that you'll feel a little bit just more at ease with yourself. I've, have you tried? Med- I've tried meditation. And I feel like I'm too fidgety. Like I need to be. I've tried one of those apps, and I'm like lying on my bed. I'm trying to listen to the guy, and it's kind right. of a voice like, "All right, now this is this is where Take you." Off your <laughs> <laughs> wrong I, one, wrong one. Am I, yeah, I listen to the wrong apps. I guess the wrong meditation, bro. That's the wrong one. <laughs> but I feel like I, I'm like I'm, I don't I don't know I don't know if I could, my body wants me to do this right now. So I I feel like I maybe I need maybe we should start like a LOL meditation group yes. I think I need someone to do it with mm-hmm. you know yeah no and, it, and actually you probably need to do it a little bit more we're all very distracted I mean when you're meditating your mind just goes everywhere but then you bring your attention back to the breathing and that's the practice I mean you know that's where you're training your mind kind of like when you go to the gym or you do yoga that's the practice and I think if you're not hard on yourself and you know well this is the normal thing and eventually it'll happen less and less but yeah all right doc my last question will be in dominican republic for example mm-hmm. or in latin america i'm a lot of latin america people eat at, uh lunch at 12 noon i right. believe mm-hmm. do you see that like over here we eat dinner so late and over there they oh, eat yeah. dinner so do you see that as a difference and maybe psychologically how we behave and you know our obesity? yeah absolutely yeah so um ideally Uh, We should be eating more of our calories in the morning, um, kind of like back home, right? Right. You know, you have your breakfast and then dinner or lunch is at 12. And then there's like a light, Light you know, nasena, right? right? A light um, dinner, let's say maybe at like five. So we should be eating more during the day in the morning and less as the day goes by. And we should fast at least 12 hours, especially for weight maintenance um, and just because your body needs to kind of recuperate and fast in your cells and your gut and the whole process is taking place. Unfortunately, here we're in the habit of maybe skipping breakfast, maybe lunch, and then you come home. It's big like dinner. big dinner and then all the snacks after that. Yeah, and you go so to sleep then. Boom, right, TV, right. you know. 
And that promotes weight gain. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are some really good tips. I, I have one last question. Yes, yes. Uh, can you take a look at this rash that I have? Of course. <laughs> Let's go over there. Let's see it. it. I'm like, where is this? I'm just kidding. Yo, give it up for Doctora Luna. Love it. Female Dominicana. You're so bright. And thank you for sharing. Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. We hope you come back. Maybe I think you should come back. Yeah, I would love to. We have more questions. Yeah, yeah, definitely. My pleasure. I mean, you guys are so much fun. I haven't laughed this much in such a long time. Doctors are not a lot of fun, so. <laughs> well, you certainly are. It's that time. We have to say goodbye, y'all. Thank you so much to everybody here. Thank you to the engine room. Shout out to them. Shout and out to, to CJ. 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 And all the listeners and those reviews. Keep them coming, baby. Keep them coming. And on that note, we out. Oye, mijo, que show es ese que están escuchando. Tremenda vaina. Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.